What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Today, I have a very special guest, Mr. Adam Steven. Stevens? Steven. Yeah, yeah Steven. Steven. Came from the poor family. We couldn't afford the extra S. <laughs> I got you, man. Um, from from the Long Beach era of, of my life. Uh, well, Lomaville, sh- yep. Lomaville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Loma, man. That so many great memories, and you know, I'm glad that you were a part of my life, man. So, uh, yeah. How how are you doing, man? I guess my so. Oh man, I'm getting ahead of myself. But <laughs> for everyone out there listening, the format of the show, if you're not familiar, is that we do a few intro questions. We have a little icebreaker. Then we get into the main meat of the interview. And then we we, all, we ended up with a concluding question. Sound good to you, Adam? Absolutely. All right. My first question for you is, how have you been, man? You've been good. You've been going through it. I know you moved out there. Um, how's life? <laughs> yeah, I mean, lots of ups and downs with all the uh, pandemic stuff and everything. Uh, pretty much like anyone else. Uh, I'm actually back in California right now in uh, La Quinta. Um, yeah, just uh, I um, my dad's getting ankle surgery in a couple weeks. Just he's had like arthritis and everything, so uh, I came down here just to be able to help sort of uh, run the show while he's uh, recovering and everything. So came in <clears throat> last week and then doing all the uh, prep stuff, getting to meet all the different people that I have to talk to throughout, and then in a couple weeks he gets the surgery, and then I'll be sort of his front man for a few weeks till he's back. Uh, back walking around and then uh i make my way back to minnesota (laughs) for sure for sure how long you been out there in minnesota now uh about two and a half years uh september of 2018 is when i went up there for sure you feel like that's that's the place for you feel like you're gonna settle down there yeah, I mean, I bought a house, so oh, it's a okay. good start. <laughs> Yo, congrats. Congrats on that, man. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> I didn't know how grown you were, man. <laughs> I know. I feel all adultish and everything. It's weird. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, so how's how's uh, Minnesota different from California? Let me ask you that. <laughs> uh I mean, obviously the weather's one thing. <laughs> I got you. I, I flew out. I flew out on St. Patrick's Day last week, and I left 36 degrees and landed in sunny Palm Springs and like 80 degrees. Gotcha, gotcha. Man, I wish it was getting hotter up here, man. I, I work graveyard, and I, so I work overnight, and like I work outside. It's like fucking, you know, 40 degrees at night, and so yeah. I mean. <laughs> Uh, uh, hopefully it's coming hopefully it comes oh uh, yeah just around the corner <laughs> so my second question for you well I'm, first I'm glad to hear you're doing well and I'm glad that you know uh, yeah you're you're growing up man I want to be like <laughs> you when I grow up <laughs> uh, my second question for you is what would you like the audience and your descendants know, to know about you like um, yeah uh, well, let's see. Descendants, I guess, is more of a bigger question, but the audience that uh, I guess I'm more of like pretty laid back guy, like uh, don't really get uh, too high, too low, anything like that. Like I just uh, 
try to stay as uh, even keel as possible. So sometimes I don't show as much enthusiasm as I probably should and vice versa. I probably don't get as upset as I probably should if something bad happens or something like that. I hear you. I hear you. Um, and that second part about your descendants. Uh, for that one, I don't know. It sounds kind of cheesy, but just sort of that I'm, I'm an honest guy, uh, both in terms of obviously just speaking the truth as well as uh, just putting in like a good effort, like not trying to cheat anybody out of anything. Like if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, whether I, it ends up being a bigger situation than I thought or not. Like I tried my best to get it done because I told somebody that I would do it. And that's just sort of <clears throat> the way I've done it. And to me, it seemed like that's the way it sort of should be done. For sure, man. And that's that's rare in the world of flakes these days. And I'm speaking that yeah. from experience for myself. Um, you know, I, I need to be better at that sometimes. Uh, I hope I am. I'm hoping I'm getting better to all the folks out there. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still times when I screw up stuff like that, too. But like that, that that's why I sort of push myself. Like, that's what I... Uh, that's why I want to try to people like you're saying like just that's how I want people to think of me where I'm like you know what he he tried his hardest to do whatever it is like if I say I'm gonna do something might not be as professional looking or as good as uh, they're hoping but they can see that I put in like the honest effort and whatever it is that we uh, decided to do for sure for sure and I'm a witness to that that's uh, definitely how I felt about you, man. Or that's how you came off to me, um, you know, all those years back in the day and even now. Yeah. <laughs> um, all those 6 a.m. bike rides to go do stairs and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And it kind of this that second question kind of builds on to this third one. But how would you like to be honored? You know, if I was going to be like, I'm going to honor Adam today. What, what could I do? <laughs> Uh, I guess just like <clears throat> just trying to be uh, whenever a situation comes up like just try to look at both sides of whatever it is like sort of see where the other person's coming from because you could have your thoughts or beliefs on whatever it is but just try to take a step back and think about <clears throat> where the other person is coming from so like don't be like confrontational about it. Be like, oh, no, this is the way I've always done. This is the way it has to be done. Where, like, sort of see where where they come from. See if it, if it makes sense and it works. Great, you learn something new. If it doesn't, then both you and the person sort of grow from it, where they realize that, hey, there are other ways to go about it and everything. So just sort of, I guess, more uh, generally, just sort of have an open mind on things. For sure, man. I'll, I'll definitely think of that. Like this one's for you, when uh, when a, when a situation comes up, and I'm just like, yo, what did Adam say? Oh yeah, <laughs> I got. I'll you. wait for that text. I'm like, dude, I got it. I did it. <laughs> You've been honored. <laughs> but yeah, I got you, man. Um, my fourth question for you is, how well do you know yourself? And if it's hard to put in words, you could do a scale from one to ten. No, fair enough. Uh, <clears throat> scale of one to ten, I feel like I know myself pretty well. I'd, I'd probably say like a seven or an eight. For sure. Uh, so like I, I know myself pretty well, but at the same time, I also know myself that I might not do anything to change it. Like if I know something's going to happen and I just don't want to do it, I'm still probably going to end up doing it just because 
I, I know that my body sort of wants to, so for better or worse, yeah, I know what's going to happen, but it's just up to me whether I actually have the willpower to stop it or not. No, I feel you. I, one of my guests had mentioned, like, sometimes you can know yourself too well. And, uh, you know, yeah. that, that could also pre- present its own challenges um, from oh, not knowing yeah. yourself. But, yeah, no, man, I, uh, you know, you know me. And I feel like I've uh, gotten to know myself a lot <laughs> over over the past 10 years and especially in college. But, uh, oh, absolutely. yeah, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, it's that balance we all gotta be balanced but um for sure for sure all right we've gotten to the icebreaker portion it is a spelling bee type deal i give you a a word and then from there you get two chances um and if you get it right i'll invite you back on to like the special spelling bee episode of the with the other guests that have like gotten gotten it right (laughs) or Oh, serious competition. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Are you down? No pressure. But yeah. No, yeah, let's do it. I wasn't told that there would be a quiz. But yeah, let's let's see how I can go rapid fire here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's just one word, and the word <laughs> is liaison. All right, liaison. I've seen this word plenty of times, and I just know there's a bunch of random letters in it. Uh... <laughs> Liaison. I'm gonna feel bad if I don't get this because, like, I can picture it in my head too. But uh, I'd say L I A I S O N. Dude, you're the only set. You're the second person to get it right on the first try. And aside from that, (laughs) no one's ever gotten it right. So congratulations yeah all right and this is a mark for me to find a new new word <laughs> but uh yeah man cool uh i'm glad you, that uh you got it i'm glad that you are the fourth contestant um and yeah after this you, you'll shortly be getting an email from me or you know some kind of communication about when and where the the spelling bee will take place but I hope you're excited because, uh, you know, the prize is going to be some kind of Hella Hungry gear. Um, oh, there you go, yeah. Sponsored by Hella Hungry. National style be sponsored by Hella Hungry. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, man. All right. Well, let's jump into it, into the main meat. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. Give, give me a number between 1 and 34. Uh, let's just go with the old faithful. Let's go to number 7. Oh, faithful. Okay, here you go. Um, what is something in your life that you've taken control of? Uh, to an extent, I'd say my future. Like, obviously, there's still a bunch out there that I have no control over, but uh, like the whole buying a house type thing. Um, I'll be honest, last year I was thinking about uh, quitting my job. Just I'd been in so long, it just sort of got... Uh, repetitive and sort of boring so I was thinking about leaving and then <clears throat> excuse me and then the pandemic and everything started and so then uh, I was able to save up a little bit of money and everything so I had money to spend but I was thinking about leaving and I wanted to use that money on something else not something else just to have it as like a safe uh, safeguard type thing in case anything happens but uh, 
since I was living up in Minnesota, I was living five minutes away from where all the George Floyd stuff was going down. Like uh, that was what happening in downtown Minneapolis and different areas like Richfield and stuff where I was living in Hopkins. Mm -hmm. And so um, for better or worse, I was thinking about the pandemic as well as the protests and everything. Like people might not feel comfortable living in the area. And so I figured they might be thinking about moving away or selling their house. Like pandemic, they probably might have lost their job, so they want to sell their house to get some money. Uh, with all the protests, they might not feel comfortable that like something might happen if they're in their house or something. Yeah. So I figured that. So like I said, I was thinking about leaving, but at the same time, I wanted to just sort of see where it was. And I spoke to my parents, like, "Hey, like, does it sound like a good idea?" And they're like, "Yeah, go ahead and check it out. Just see if you're qualified for anything." And <clears throat> that's sort of how it started. And then now that eventually I got a house where I love it, it's awesome. And um, uh, it just sort of helps with the future in the sense that it's almost like a savings account where you put the money down as a down payment and then every mortgage payment you pay is basically like a savings where if you sell the house at what you got for in the future, you're making all that money that you spent on it back. And so it's like almost like a savings account where when you sell it, you have the money there. And so it just sort of... So I sort of like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that where, like I said, just sort of helping sort of plan for the future type thing where like I have a home base, but at the same time, like if I wanted to do something else, I I have a way out. Like I like I said, if I sell the house, I can get that money back. And so it's not like I just spent the money and just lost it all. So if something comes up where a job or something happens where I have to move somewhere super far away, then I have that opportunity still in front of me. Dude. That was a dope way to look at it that I hadn't <laughs> thought about it myself, honestly. Um, yeah, I am working on, on savings and trying to get enough money for a down payment on some kind of property. Super hard oh, in yeah. California, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I know. When, uh, when I tried, when I applied based off all the information that I had, I didn't think I was going to get it. <clears throat> but I mean, I lucked out in the sense that, like, uh, property in Minnesota obviously isn't as expensive as California so I lucked out about that like I don't know what it is like in San Francisco or anything but um, my my house I got is uh, three bedrooms two bath and I got it for basically like 200,000 dude dude yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> so I, I, I lucked out real well and then since I the, the location and everything's awesome about it too in the sense that like I'm like you know like I'm a big sports guy like we yeah. used to always fantasy football we'd go to uh, hockey games baseball games like we would just do whatever and where I bought the house I'm 10 minutes away from the XL Energy Center where the Minnesota Wild play hockey uh, I'm 12 minutes away from Target Field where the Minnesota Twins play baseball and I'm 14 minutes away from US Bank Stadium where the Vikings are, uh, play football that is prime position for a sports absolutely. fan absolutely yeah. <laughs> absolutely that's what's up man I'm happy for you man that, that sounds like a great deal um and shoot that that's cool as far as like taking like you said you're taking control of the future a little bit uh, obviously there's stuff that we can't control but you're, yeah. you're taking those steps um that's cool man you i mean are you so you have this house by yourself like yeah is, damn you're not gonna like rent rent, <laughs> rent it out just to get some money back or you know? Yeah, um, I, that, I mean, yeah, like I have, uh, like I said, it's a three-bedroom place. So I, I've been debating um, on 
not necessarily renting out the entire place, but possibly renting out like a, a room or two since I have the spare ones. Yeah. Um, but uh, I bought it as a fixture upper since I like to be like that sort of like handyman type thing. Yeah, yeah, sick, sick. So, so uh, <clears throat> my dad's been helping. Like uh, I bought it back in September. My dad flew up in October and him and I just like went to it for like 10 days, just hardcore, just doing like working from 12 to 12 every day like just building it up as best as we could so like we fixed up the upstairs like the, the sort of the master bedroom uh so that one's all like up up like sort of modernized Sick. and then we, yeah and then we started working on the main floor like it's all hardwood so we put down like carpet and everything just sort of temperature wise for being in minnesota the carpet just sort of saves on the uh the gas bill for the heater during the winter for sure. So we so we got the carpet for the living room, but um, the, I haven't touched the two, I guess, spare bedrooms. And so it's going to be once I um, once I work on those and actually fix those up where I put carpet in there and fix up the walls and everything, that's when I'll start selling. I, they're not selling, just start renting. Because I, I know it, as much as I enjoy it, people might not want to spend money on <laughs> on something like that until it's all up and running. I got you. I got you. So you're still in the in that process of making it into something where you can have people pay for to stay with you. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like I mean, like uh, if anyone if anyone in Minnesota is looking for a place to stay, hit me up. Uh, but uh, yeah, like like I said, I would be comfortable living there. But I feel like I'm sort of more simplistic or bare necessity type compared to other people. Where I just need sort of four walls and a roof. But there are some people where if they're spending the money, they want to make sure they're sort of getting their, their money's worth. So I want to make sure that that doesn't become a concern if I do uh, decide to rent it out. So I'm just trying to make it like as good as possible now. So in the future, it's just sort of, for lack of better words, you're just less of a hassle. For sure. Um, and it sounds like, you know, when, when you work on it on your own and with your pops, uh, like you're able to kind of like customize things to your liking mm -hmm. and... What is, what is something out there that you kind of want to add to it that's like, okay, this is going to be a little bit of a big project, but, you know, it's going to be <laughs> worth it? Uh, it's a good question because, uh, honestly, um, I came to California for Christmas, and while I was here, I got a phone call from the uh, water company up in Minnesota. Oh, so, as I, as I, yeah, exactly. I had the house for three months, and I got a phone call saying a pipe burst. I'm like, are you serious? Dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I lucked out where I had a few buddies that I gave them like spare keys and stuff. So I just called one of them up and I was like, hey, dude, like after work, you can go check on the house and stuff. And so, yeah, the, the pipe that burst was in the um, the bathroom. And that kind of sucks just because the bathroom was the one thing that the house had all the people that used to live there had already like renovated. Oh, so I'm like, when I got it, exactly. Like, when I got it, I was like, oh, sweet. Like, that's one room that I don't have to like work on. I sort of save a little bit of money that way. And sure enough, I get the pipe burst and I had a, uh, I looked out where like I called up the insurance company and I was covered for that. So I looked out about that and everything. And so then the, they had a water mitigation company come in just to make sure there's no moisture and stuff. And sure enough, there was moisture. So they had to like tear a boatload of stuff out so that everything could dry properly. <clears throat> so the good news, bad news type thing about that, bad news, obviously that adds another uh room that i have to fix up but like you were saying uh now that i have it like that i can soup it up in any way shape or form that i want so like i already uh before i flew back up i flew back down here i put in new flooring and everything and i reset the toilet and stuff so like that was like nice like uh not hardwood like vinyl stuff. I, I, I think it looks really good uh, it's, still <laughs> yeah, <a long> yeah. <laughs> it's still a long way to go but uh 
but I think it looks good. So that's what I do like about it. it sucks that I have to put money towards that when I wasn't expecting to, but I do like that I can fix it up. Um, besides that, there's no real fancy plans where it's just like, oh, like, I'm gonna soup this up hardcore. But um, the house has a lot of storage. Like it's, like it's an old house. So there's just like a lot of random cabinets and just like nooks and crannies everywhere. Yeah. So like to go upstairs to the main loft, there's a random like a uh, cabinet door that you open up and it's this little tiny room like it, it's too small for like people to walk in it but like if you have like kids or something like five to seven year old kids or whatever you could put in like a light and stuff in there and that could just be like a little tiny like playroom type thing for them mm. and so it's just one of those things where like i don't know what i'm gonna do with it but because it's just there like there's a lot of opportunity to come up with something and i want to try to be creative and unique with whatever it is that i do end up doing with it for sure for sure yeah man possibilities are endless for you um especially yeah. when you got you a home owner but uh <laughs> hey dude i have three rooms you ever want to come up come on down i have a spare bed for you dude i i uh i would love to get make it out there you know i'm i have this whole idea of traveling the world and all that good stuff but uh uh yeah if i if i'm, if I'm ever around i do i do want to do the whole tour of like go to every nfl stadium i know you and your 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 family kind of did something like that and i was like that's a great idea just just to have something to do in these different cities you know uh oh absolutely but yeah we'll talk about that off camera for sure um, <laughs> exactly uh what's it called all right man throw me another number uh let's go with 13 13. Lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. Um, so this one is, I guess that first one was like, what have you taken control of? And this, mm -hmm. this 13 is, what are you too stubborn to let go? Oh, fair enough. Kind of weird how those two go back to back. I know, right? <laughs> uh, too stubborn to let go. Um... Uh, I'm not really too much of a materialistic person, but there are some, I do have a lot of small knickknacks that I've, uh, I've had for a long time. <clears throat> and I think that would probably be it where there's really no point to have it anymore, but it's just like some random little story that I have with somebody. So I keep it where I got you. even if I showed it to the person that I have the memory with, like, I don't even know if they would remember it, but I like, you. since I... But since I do remember it, I, I like to have it there almost as like a, almost as a, a memory type thing. And so, but uh, yeah, that's probably like, I have like t-shirt, not t-shirt, but I have like sweaters and stuff that I've had for a long time that they're just torn to shreds. And like, I don't even wear them anymore because they don't keep you warm because they're all torn up. But just, I remember like when I went to Scotland, that was the jacket I wore when I was over there. And so it's like stuff like that where I'm just like, I had these memories and that, even until I have absolutely no space for it, I want to hold on to it as long as I can. I got you. I got you. Is that, would you say that's your collection? Because I feel like everybody collects something. So are you just collecting knickknacks that have memories associated with them? I'd probably say so. Like, not uh, not planning it off the, like from the start where I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to hold on to this because this happened. But it's just something that like over time you look back on it and um you just real you just it causes you to remember it rather than you sort of forcing the memories like there's an actual like story behind it type thing so i, I do enjoy that 
outside of that, yeah, I don't really collect too much stuff. So yeah, that would probably be the closest thing I have to a collection. No, for sure, man. And I think that's even even cooler that it provides you with memories other than just, you know, like, I know I collect some stuff. I actually collected something from you. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember? <laughs> uh, if you tell me, I'll probably remember, but I'm trying to think. He just recently retired. He just recently. I want to say it has something to do with Drew Brees. Yes, it was the Drew Brees autobiography that you lended me to. That's right. To <laughs> I, was, I was actually thinking about that when he, when he retired. I was looking, for, I thought I still had that book. I'm like, where did it go? <laughs> it's with me, man. I, I still got it. You know, I haven't let it go. Right, well, as long as it's in safe hands, we're good to go. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll give it back to you when I'm finished, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I was actually, yeah, I was thinking about that when he retired because I just remember some of the old story like back when he was a charger and everything where i was just reading it and uh, yeah so when he retired i was thinking about all the different stories i read there i'm just like man whatever happened to that thing uh, so I'm, I'm glad i'm glad it's safe somewhere that's good <laughs> you know where it is now so yeah <laughs> <laughs> um for sure man yo real quick did you uh see that trailer for the mighty ducks return <laughs> sort of uh, I've, I've seen it and i've seen a lot of people talk about it because uh, because all those movies are based in Minnesota, so everyone in Minnesota, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah so, so all those people there just love ranting and raving about it. Like they'll see, uh, like like at, at our store, people uh, at our store, we'd play movies if like there's no no sports on TV, yeah. and we'd play like Mighty Ducks one, two, three, or whatever. And the guys that have were born and raised in Minnesota that I work with, they'll point to all the ranks in there, and be like, oh yeah, that's actually up in. Uh, that's in Mini downtown Minneapolis. That one's in Sock Rapids. That one's in uh, Bemidji, stuff like that. Where <clears throat> they just yeah. they, they know exactly where all the rinks were and where there's film. There's like two or three guys that like, oh yeah, I was extra number three seventy two. If you look in the right corner of the stands, that's me as like a six year old. I was in that movie, stuff like that. Oh shit, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, I think they they shot a little bit in the Mall of America too. For some reason, that that just stuck out of my head. Uh, I think it was the Mall of America. Um, sort of that's actually like a miss according to the people that i work with that was a bit of a miss uh oh, representation or whatever gotcha. where they, they they said it was the mall of america and the movie since people would know what that is yeah yeah but um no. but it was actually it was actually a different mall okay. but uh that was the whole thing like you're like oh yeah that was st paul mall no one like they get like oh it's mall of america like oh i've heard of that place yeah 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 that's hilarious that's <laughs> um yeah, now I know I'm going to wear, if I come out there, I'm going to wear a Mighty Ducks jersey or maybe a Minnesota <laughs> Lakes jersey, right? Is that was the team? Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. 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 The, Minnesota, uh, the, Minnesota, the Minnesota Wave. Wave. Excuse me. My bad. No, you're good. <laughs> the only reason I know is because for a little while we sold that t-shirt as like a knockoff type thing at our store. I feel you. That, I mean, that. I hope that's sold because that, that's pretty cool yeah. to me. Uh, Bombay number 99 on the back and everything. <laughs> Sick, sick, Bombay. <laughs> That's a great name, man. <laughs> um, all right, man. Throw me another number. Uh, let's go number three. Three. All right. I feel like I'm up with a better way of remembering these numbers. I'm going back and forth. I'm going to restock some of these numbers. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about it. Um <laughs> This one, number three, is when when was the last time you stepped outside your comfort zone? Um, 
off the top of my head, probably probably around a year ago now, like before all the COVID stuff started to ramp up a lot. Uh, nothing too profound or anything, but just uh, I've always had a fear of sort of, for lack of better words, making an ass of myself. Okay. And so, what uh, uh, my my brother like before I moved to uh minnesota my brother and his friends used to do like karaoke and stuff a lot where i just never had the courage to go up and do something like that for sure where, where basically about a year ago or i guess it's actually two years ago now um just before i moved up to minnesota that's when i was like you know what like when i get out there i can be whoever i want like because i'm not tied down where people are like oh yeah i remember him and like how he acts or something like i could be a great guy i could be a terrible person if i wanted to <laughs> and they, they would just assume that i've always been that way and so I decided to try to sort of uh, try new stuff and sort of, like you said, like get out of my comfort zone. So I started being more outgoing and like being more willing to do stuff like that. So like I would, my brother and his friends would go out to karaoke and I'd tag along and I'd sing a couple songs. I'd feel uh, worried going into it and some depending on what the song was and how well it went, I'd feel embarrassed or proud after. And even to this day, like I still feel uncomfortable when I do it, but I am more willing to do it at this point. For sure, for sure. Um, that's cool, man. Um, that, that's what's up. Like, I wish we we had karaoke more back in our college days. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just always had you with the uh, with the DJ set after all of our parties. <laughs> yeah. Just hanging out with the boombox, like, oh, let's play something random. You get like freaking like Spice Girls and stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like. I don't know why we didn't do that more often like you know just just put up a, a youtube video and with the lyrics and have everybody sing i don't know i missed opportunities yeah, or whatever yeah but it's, it, it's easy to think about it now you know <laughs> i just feel like now that i'm older like that's something that a lot of parties want to do is like oh yes throw up a lyric video and sing along and i'm like damn man what, what a waste we never got a chance to do that uh what's we it? too busy building the uh, north american football association yes the North American Football Association, man. <laughs> that was such a crazy, like, conversation that we had for, like, an hour about... Oh, dude, we- I feel like it was longer than that. It was, like, a full night where it was just us three, just you, me, and Jack, just drinking, uh, tossing the ball around. Just, we had the big, massive whiteboard. We started writing random stuff down, <laughs> trying to get everything all set up. Dude, I mean, that was so awesome. Like, because... I mean that's what basically the XFL tried to do and somebody some other people but we were like going into yeah. it like all right why would these locations be good what would these teen names be like and you know yeah well, not just that we're like coming up with rules like all right what makes us uh, where people would want to play with us rather than the NFL yeah like, oh, yeah you can get drafted at eighteen rather than twenty two stuff like that <laughs> get drafted at eighteen yeah <laughs> dude yeah that, that that's a trip I wish. One of us has to have a picture of that. Well, if I don't, do you? <laughs> no, actually, I was thinking about it probably like a year ago. Just me and the guys at work were talking about it. I was like, oh, yeah, one time in college, like me and my buddy just came up with this whole thing. And they're like, no way. I was like, yeah. So I was actually going to text you to see if you had a picture of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm. One, one of these days, if we can kind of like just try it one more time, see what we, maybe it comes up differently. Maybe we have new things to, to think about now oh, that we're yeah. older. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be fun. Maybe a different name, North American Football Association. <laughs> <laughs> Good old NAFA, yeah. Good old NAFA. <laughs> uh, for sure. Too bad we didn't have funding. But, um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I think it's time for the next question. I, I think there was a fleeting thought that I had about that last one, but it'll come back to me. Yeah, no worries. 
Yeah, exactly. Even if it's 20 minutes on the line, just bring it up and we can get to it. For sure. Uh, so let's see. Next Ooh. one. Oh, it did come back to me. It. Yeah, it did come back right. to me. I, I, I took a glance at the question. I'm like, okay, what is your karaoke song? Your go-to? Uh, before uh, I started trying to get out of the comfort zone type thing, my go-to was always uh, "What a Wonderful World" by Louis Armstrong. Got you. Uh, Got you. Just because I would always like just come up with a really weird, deep voice, and it would like almost passes decent. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but uh, but um, as I started to do it more often and everything, I sort of, uh, as cheesy as it sounds, sort of found my voice. Uh, I sort of realized, like, sort of what type of singers or whatever my voice sounds similar to. So I wanted to try to keep it in that genre. Because, like I said, like, as much fun as it is to sort of me feel like I'm making an ass of myself, I want to at least make sure that, like, it sounds good. So like I don't want to look in the crowd and see people like just like cringing or anything Ooh. like that. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, exactly. You. So uh, I've been uh, a lot of the time I've been doing George Ezra. George Ezra. Yeah, he's oh. like a he's a he's a Welsh singer. He has a I feel like you'd know a few of his songs, but uh, he's probably become famous in the last five six years here. Really? It's, it's more, it's more, yeah, it's it's more like folk, uh, not folk music, but sort, sort of like uh, how however you would describe like Mumford and Sons type thing. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm a. I'll check that out. George Ezra. Yeah, I don't think I've heard heard of him yet. Um, I mean, if it is, it's been like the six, you know, six years or so. Then yeah, definitely new new to me. Um, for some reason, I was thinking like you were gonna come up with some cla- like '80s kind of song or something. But uh, oh, I mean, yeah, I, I can always rock "Don't Stop Believing," but I feel like everyone does it for karaoke. Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> be different. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Uh, it had me thinking of what mine mines would be and you know i had thought about this maybe like a couple years ago i was like all right these three are gonna be the three that i do anytime i get up on stage um fuck i can't even remember i think one of them was a uh <laughs> it wasn't fast car by tracy chapman it was the other one give me one good reason oh yeah oh, okay gotcha yeah 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 i don't know that, that one just hits hits nicely but you know oh, that's that's a good one yeah might be a downer though to at a karaoke bar. <laughs> you do it at the end of the night. Everyone's, after everyone's had a few drinks, you're good. And I'll turn right back around, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. All right, for sure. Then now we can move on to the next question. All right. What one was that? That was number three, right? Yes, sir. All right. So we'll just go to the next one. We'll do number four. Damn. All Stick right. With a three-four here. A three-four. What do you wish you could unlearn? You know, this is a while back now, but I read some of the like questions and I saw this one. And this one was a tough one for me to think of an answer even back then. Um, I mean, there, there's no legitimate uh, knowledge that I would want to unlearn because I feel like for better or worse, I at least have the knowledge where I can avoid or uh, fix the situation if it ever happens again but uh i don't know like just to give you like an actual answer or something i'd probably say i don't know sort of if i ask a girl out and she says no i kind of like to unlearn that dude tell me about it <laughs> that's the, i don't know what it is man it's like you just i mean i can only speak for myself 
but it took me a long time to get over like you know rejection and whatnot like it felt like every rejection kind of compounded on each other and um it, it definitely like you know we talk about stepping out of the comfort zone um yeah it kept pushing me further and further back into my zone instead of like you nice. know being able to put myself out there uh but yeah man no, I, I hear you the, the rejection part's tough like like you said like it, it makes you question whether you sort of want to go through it again so like you, you almost have to be like 100 percent sure before you even do it and then <laughs> at no at no at no point do you feel 100 percent sure so that's when you really feel uncomfortable you're like but what if she says no <laughs> yeah man that even that one percent it's like i I mean we're talking about you know approaching women and everything it kind of feels like they almost have to give me a clear-cut sign (laughs) for for me to be like like, oh man but if there's like any hint of oh nah it's not and it's like okay well i'm not even gonna waste my time i don't want to hear that no i don't want to (laughs) like yeah and for for me like even if they give that like obvious sign like i'd probably be overthinking it and like not even see it (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I think I think we both vibe on overthinking, man. <laughs> At least I don't know for you, but for me, I, I I'm definitely one of those people, and I think I always will be. I just gotta find a way to like make it work for myself, you know. <laughs> oh, absolutely, no, I'm right there with you. For sure, for sure. Uh, well, thank you for opening up for that one, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, go ahead. Shoot me another number. Uh. Let's go back to it again. Let's do number one. Number one, going back to, ooh. I guess I mean you kind of described this earlier, but uh, do you feel like a grown up? Uh, I mean, yeah, the whole buying the house thing. Like, I get it. Um, there are times that like I still feel weird. I still feel like I need help, even though I realize like I'm asking people that are probably like younger than me at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, like, like I'll go to like a hardware store or something to try to fix up the house and I'll go to the hardware store to buy something and I just can't figure out the right, right way to describe it and I'll just like see someone that works there and be like oh he must be an adult he knows tools yeah yeah yeah, yeah, so I yeah go over yeah. and ask him and the kid's like 18 or something and he still knows more than him I was like oh thanks dude <laughs> I know thanks Sonny like <laughs> <laughs> yeah man I mean it's, it's crazy to think like um, I forgot if we're the same age or I think maybe you're a couple years younger than I, me I think you're a year older I'm, I'm 29 trying 30 uh, this year oh congratulations welcome to the 30 club man <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah man it's weird to feel like a third of the world is younger than me and I'm like oh man I know right <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've, I ha- I've had bosses now that are younger than me and I'm just oh, like that's oh that's what I'm afraid of at this point yeah <laughs> I'm afraid like <laughs> Uh, well, well, I guess a uh, phrase uh, really not the right word, but I'm not looking forward to it. Yes, yes. I mean, it's it's a little different, but you know, like at that point, because I, I remember being, you know, a little bit younger and like supervising older folks, and it's like, you know, I, I just be thinking like, well, for, from their perspective, it felt like they were always kind of challenging like what i was thinking and what like what, right. how i was running things and i'm just like oh man like i didn't know this was the kind of energy because you know at the time i was like oh i'm just doing my thing and whatever but if yeah. if age is important to you or you know you have those um concerns or insecurities then yeah it could add a lot more complications but you know when i i, th- I believe my my boss right now is younger than me i want to say um 
but like yeah I, I think he treats older people with respect so that's that's a plus <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah what i like about my jobs and stuff is that very rarely do we ever even talk about age um and so when i don't talk about age i just sort of for better or worse it's just assume everyone's sort of on like a level playing field like just even if i know we're not the same age but i never think that i'm older or younger or anything like that but uh yeah so like going forward like if i have like bosses that are like real high up there and they're younger than me i know i just can't start a question does it make me question myself that being like man like what was i doing at this age that they got here by then and i'm like sort of lower down on the totem pole type thing everyone got there somewhere yeah man those those comparisons man um that's that's something i struggle with and i feel like you know i think you may have seen the quote before on instagram but you know comparison is the thief of joy uh yeah and yeah that's something that definitely i think hits me for sure uh, oh yeah how would you describe a grown-up As a kid, I would have said someone that knows what they're doing, but now that I'm an adult, I know that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, like I guess someone who feels comfortable answering, uh, I can't even think the right word for it, but someone feel comfortable answering sort of adult-ish questions. <laughs> Interesting interesting okay like they feel like they feel like they have enough knowledge built up over their lifetime that if someone has a question that adults have like where do you go to buy this part for this tool or something okay. uh they're like oh yeah it's good on this aisle blah 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 like just like it's almost like a someone that has enough life experiences to answer most everyday questions for sure for sure i, I get that so i mean it sounds like a grown-up for you is someone who has a um, a ton of life experience not a ton but enough to like you know be able to answer questions about how to deal with an adult life which yeah uh, yeah yeah i trust me i don't know where to get that part in in the specific, <laughs> specific store so now, now i'm gonna try to find out <laughs> for sure man um all right let's keep it rolling throw me another question uh, number uh let's go with and let's go number five number five what would you say is your natural talent i don't know if it'd be considered a talent but i feel like i have a really good memory really like oh yeah like, like to be fair for to be fair to my own brain like it has to be something that like i enjoyed okay. like if it's something i enjoyed then it sticks with me better but um, yeah, like I have a really good number and uh, a really good memory, and um, my brain's really good at not solving patterns, but using patterns to make that memory easier. Like almost like a word association type thing. Okay. Uh, but like for anything. What was like, that? For me, like it's like a phone number. I uh, uh, I can remember the phone number just because like the ups and downs of like the numbers, like it almost sounds like a melody type thing to me. Dude, that's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know if you, you saw it. I, I used to have this thing in the little study guide with the questions. But um, it was like the nine types of geniuses. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. I'm going to shoot it to you. But um, when I was working with high schoolers, that was one thing I kind of like really wanted to let them know about and focus on. Was that, yeah, some psychologists or 
I don't know what kind of scientist he was, but he right. had come up with the theory of the nine types of geniuses, and everybody's one type, at least, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you're telling me you can see a series of numbers and it looks like a melody to you, I think that's one of those geni- genius types, you feel me? Like, <laughs> I don't think everybody kind of sees that. Um, in the same way, like, I, I had met somebody who told me when they when they hear notes, they see colors. And I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, that's that's not my talent. That's not my genius, I don't think. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll shoot that to you. I think you'll find yeah. it interesting, at least. Oh, no, it's not, I mean, it sounds interesting. Yeah, like, just as a boring example, like, I used to have a really good friend named Colin. Uh, I met him in, like, second grade when I first moved to California from Canada. Yeah. And I knew, I knew him all the way through high school and stuff like that. And, um, like, I haven't spoken to him through text or anything in 10 years. But I still remember that his phone number in high school was 406-1126, just because just the way the number sort of ebbed and flowed when you're saying it. It's just like, I remember the sixes and just remember the 406 and 1126 and stuff like that. Or, uh, it just it just sort of stuck with me a lot easier than other things. So like I noticed the pattern with the sixes and then just the ebbs and flows caused me to sort of associate the rest of them with it. I got you. I got you. Uh, how did you discover it? When did you start realizing, like, okay, not everybody can kind of do that or do this? That uh, well, I figured, I learned it through my mom in the sense that I would come, I would like say stuff and I would remember stuff that I had no business remembering. And my mom would just ask me how I remember that. And I would, I would actually have a reason. I'd explain the reason. And my mom would just like shake her head. She's like, why are we not making like millions of dollars off of you? Like, how is like, how is it that you have the, your brain works this way and you haven't figured out a way to actually like, uh, make money off. Not, 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 yeah. Like not exploit it, but like use it to your advantage type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. That, that's when I learned it probably when I was like 15, 16, where they were like, oh yeah, do you know? Like, oh yeah, it was. And she's like, what? And she's like, yeah, it's happening, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, why? And I, I don't know. It's easy for me. <laughs> no, no, that, that's what's up, man. No, <laughs> I need I need you to be at my parties so you could tell me what happened. <laughs> because I'll, I'll, I'll definitely forget them, man. <laughs> that's what happens to me now. Like, I go drinking with friends and everyone else sort of, like, forgets after all the drinks. I'm like, oh, you don't remember that? No, you do? Well, Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I remember those conversations at Loma for sure. <laughs> yeah, good times, good times. Um, just a heads up, we got about like 10 15 minutes left in the podcast. Uh, I think okay. we, we could do a couple more numbers and go for it. All right, uh, we've done sing- a few single digits, we've done a couple of days. Let's go with 25. 25 5 So Do you believe in aliens? Uh In the like Theatrical sense? No Like the whole like Uh Green Googly things Like long bodies Round heads type thing Not I don't believe that They're necessarily like that But I believe that it doesn't make sense that we're the only living creatures in like the universe mm-hmm. like the, the, the universe is so vast and there's so many different planets and so many different solar systems close to the sun away from their suns all that stuff that 
I feel like uh, there has to be somewhere, there has to be something at least similar to us, whether it be there in the early stages, just developing life, like amoeba and single cell organisms and stuff like that now, or even on the flip side, if they're like a billion years more advanced than we are, and they just saw how like, they actually like saw how primitive they, we were, and like, nah, we'll get them later. Uh, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, like I, I, I've, I'm not too much into all the alien stuff, but I have read like a few like theories and stuff. Like some people say that they're we are the only ones. Some people say it's just the timing where there were other ones before and there'll be others after us, but we're the only ones right now. And then there's obviously the ones like I just said where um, they're advanced and they see us and they just decided that they don't want to interact with us type thing. Like I've seen a few different theories and like they all have a little bit of merit to it. Like if you just believe in like having like the open mind and like just not obviously saying no, like that one sounds dumb type thing. Like if you just give yourself a little bit of creativity in your thinking, then I can understand where the thought process thought process comes from for each one of them. Yeah, so I, I'd say I'd, they say that there's more uh, planets in the universe than there are grains of sand on the uh, world's beaches. Yeah. And if that's if that's the case, then how can we be the only one out of hundreds and thousands and billions and so many different ones? How's it? This is just the one that has it. I got you. I got you. I mean, like, yeah. So someone that told me like, why do why do we think of aliens as like these these things that we we can see as like a, as a person someone stands up or you know walks and talks what if it's an object that's just so inanimate or whatever like you know it's just here on earth and kind of like could be observing and could be you know doing its own thing yeah. and we, we just don't know right because to us that's not an alien a rock is not an alien but <laughs> who, who knows but um one one theory that i kind of thought about and I just want like this is something we would talk about back in the day and just like you know BS around but um so in my mind it's like it, you you seen like the infinity mirrors you put two mirrors next to each other it keeps going I think there could be an edge to our galaxy that kind of have two mirrors and it just look to our eyes and to what we can see it, they're infinitely going expanding I, don't get me wrong i think our galaxy not our galaxy but our universe is expanding but there is that end point and that it just looks like it's super but also that think that's where the parallel universes come from it's right. from those those levels of reflection that go deeper and deeper and deeper but um yeah I, I wish i there was there's some kind of like scientist or somebody who, who thought about it and just kind of break it down in a way that i could never <laughs> like even think of doing no i, I totally get to yeah like for me that speaks more to like dimensions and stuff like that like you're saying that there's just alternate universes alternate dimensions and stuff where yeah i mean there's no it sounds dumb but like, there's no way to prove it but there's also no way to unprove it and so <laughs> so i'm willing to like accept that as a theory until someone either proves it and I know it's for sure or someone actually disproves it where they say it's fundamentally absolutely impossible I'm willing to keep that like little sliver of hope that there is an explanation type thing but you talking about the rocks and everything reminded me of something that used to happen to me as a kid um like 10 15 years ago do you remember the movie the Green Lantern movie that yeah. came out with uh, Ryan Reynolds yeah, yeah I do yeah like I know everyone said it was a terrible movie and yeah like it wasn't great like, even back when I was like 12 I'm like that doesn't make sense but um the one thing that always caught my 
created like just that I always like sort of stopped and thought about was uh, when he was like learning how to use his like ring or whatever. Uh, the guy tells him like, oh, you have to think of a weapon. And so then he thinks of the sword. And so that's the weapon he was going to use to fight the guy. And the guy says, oh, a sword, how human of you. And that always like made me stop and think where I'm like, yeah, like you're right. Like no matter what you think, it's going to be considered a human thought compared to like someone that isn't a human. Yeah. And so like when, you, when they say like, oh, think of a weapon, you think of a sword. So then they're like, oh yeah, it's a human thought. Awesome. They come up with like some crazy freaking gizmo that you would have never thought of in a million years. And just like, you wouldn't know what the heck it was, but it just... That's what always stuck with me, where I'm just like, yeah, like any thought you have is a human thought, where just because you think it's this way, like even the way aliens look, like they're like, oh, two eyes. Like, how, how do you know they have two eyes? Like, yeah. so like one of those, they always think, like, oh, this is what an alien looks like. Really? Like, have you actually seen it? Like, how do you know? Yeah, man. I mean, it, it and you know, talking about aliens and stuff is, is a, a really deep dive it's like a deep hole that you know we can, oh, oh absolutely we can get sucked into and it sucks because it's not something like you said we can prove or disprove it's um you know we're just talking about theories and ideas basically of like what, yeah. what could be possible but yeah it's it's a trip like i don't i don't want us to get sucked in too hard it's uh a... no that's totally fair as when you mentioned that i wanted to bring that one up because that, that one always stuck to me uh stuck with me where i'm just like like yeah you're right like, no matter what we think of like they're gonna think like oh yeah that's that's human thinking for you type thing what, 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 what would be a weapon that you would have thought of here oh i don't even know uh it may have back then it may have been a sword or obviously just some sort of like handgun or something like something simple like you tell me to think of a weapon i'm not going to think of like something super uh extravagant or anything i'm just going to come up with whatever the first thing that pops in my head dude i got you i mean you know it makes me think like would i i I would probably think of like a giant fist or something just to just to have fun just to have fun with it you know Uh, shoot, if I'm the Green Lantern, I know it could happen. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it happen before. Um, exactly. All right, man. Well, uh, we're almost going to get to the concluding question. Uh, but before we do, just want to thank you again for coming on. Thank you for opening up. And thank you for your time. Uh, definitely appreciate yeah, it, man. for having me. For sure. No doubt, man. Um, all right. So my last question for you for today is... What is the greatest lesson you've learned thus far in your life? I know I'm going to say something and then after this is over, I'm going to be like, I'm not sure said this one. Um, (laughs) Part of our overthinking selves, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Very true. Uh, I would say probably... um, it's just it's been happening a lot lately it's just sort of um uh, how's the way to describe it uh don't let social media influence like your own sort of self-worth in a way like if you think differently than other people don't think that that means that you're wrong or if you're on like instagram or whatever and you don't get as many likes as someone else like don't think that you're not as valuable as that person just because everyone like you're saying the nine different geniuses and so everyone falls into a certain category of that 
that that could be the same thing with sort of not your self-worth but sort of uh how you are perceived by other people where maybe and it sounds bad like maybe you're not the photogenic type where you're gonna get a million of uh likes and uh, stuff like that on pictures but maybe you have like an opinion or something that on twitter or some other like more chat form type thing that like it turns people's heads and like it uh <clears throat> it makes you sort of stand out from the group and sort of that that is what makes you special compared to everybody else and so don't let what social media tells you is right or good or whatever don't let that change how you feel about yourself and what you can sort of bring to society sure man um just the nature of the business i'm the industry i'm trying to get into social media definitely is a big part of it even though it's if i could i would not be a part of it at all but here i am trying to trying to finesse well, the system yeah, yeah. and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that social media is bad or anything like that it has their good things and bad things about it but just don't if something negative happens don't let you think that that's what it's going to be like every single thing that you do and so yeah like i, I like to use twitter just because I watch way too many sports and I like to comment on sports and Twitter's fun because it's just so rapid fire, like right off the top, like right when something happens, you have like 10 people talking about whatever it is. So like dumb, I, I like stuff like that, but, but sometimes it bugs me where I'll say a very logical or rational thought about something and I might get like two likes or like one person to respond to me and then <clears throat> someone else puts like an obnoxious like troll type thing and they get like a million likes and like a bunch of people are like replying to them and it's just one of those things where like I, i'm not trying to become like famous or anything like that but it just bugs me that like people get promoted for like the wrong things in a way yeah man um i think i think well i never i was never good at twitter that's something i've, I've oh, never me, me either like i said i only get like five likes every time <laughs> but that's the thing man i don't i get zero <laughs> i don't get like anybody responding and i guess you know the tone that i'm coming from it's not like offensive yeah. it's not you know conflicting i'm not trying to stir any controversy but i feel like that's what it is sometimes on it can be like that on social media it's like let me just troll just so i can like you yeah. know get get those people get people talking and talking to me um but yeah for sure man um so i haven't found a great way to to end the podcast just yet it's uh no awesome sign off catchphrase or anything nah not yet i'm trying to figure <laughs> it out but i think i do have a signature 